Hello, everybody. So, um, back here with another episode. At least getting this one started. Um, I'm a little discombobulated in the head, but it's like 8.30 in the morning on a Thursday afternoon. I think it's the 21st. I believe it's, um, yeah, I believe it's December 21st by 8.30 in the morning. Um, and I guess I'm five days removed from December 16th, which is actually the day that I went to go see, um, Bleeding Through and Impending Doom, Unearth, um, Salt Wound of Sulphur and Lionheart. Now, I want to say that that show was a 10 out of a 10. It was a complete banger. Banger. Um. And I could just talk about the show a little bit because I mean it's past due now, but I did want to talk about moshing a little bit. But first, let's get to, let's get to the show first. So first, the show started early. Early started at four thirty. It was a oh my god, it's gonna crash first thing in the morning. Anyways, started about four thirty in the morning. Four thirty in the afternoon. Or gate, we got in there about 5.30, and I went in there, seen Salt Wound. I was kind of interested in seeing Salt Wound, because I haven't heard a couple of their songs, because Mark, I think Zelly, or whatever his name is from, Paleface, the singer, is on like a track or two of theirs, and they got a, they got kind of like the same hardcore deathcore kind of a vibe to them, but a little bit more on the death a little bit more on the hardcore-ish side like not so much deathcore-ish uh, and so I was kind of interested I was like oh, okay let me take a gander and they played pretty good I mean I don't know I would have to see them again I'd have to listen to more of their music to really get a, a firm grasp on what they are um, and they ended, and up next was Of Sulphur, which I was really interested in seeing, because The Befowler is probably, to me, is their best song, uh, and they hit that second, and I was kind of just interested in just watching, I, I don't know how they were going to pull off the death metal with the clean vocals live, um, I mean, to me... It's kind of like they're a band, but I don't, I don't know. I think they're a little bit more on the metal side, and the clean vocals in every song is kind of not the move for me. It's just the, for me personally. Like they can do it once in a while, like every other song, like every once every third song. Which would be fine for me, but I mean, it's like every song is it's just uh, it's whatever. I mean, they played good. Don't get me wrong, but I also felt that the Fowler is one of their better songs, if not the bit their best song, and they played it second in. So after that, I was like, oh boy, you know, they might have played like six songs, and I was like, okay, okay, like okay, like I, mean, I don't know. Uh, they're a little bit more on the metal side. I gotta kind of say, like, I don't know if I'll 
see them again anytime soon unless they're on some better bills. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I kind of feel like I won't catch them for a while unless they're, unless they're back on like a, a tour like or a show like that one. Because I kind of feel like they're playing with bands that I necessarily won't go see. Um, and then after that was Lionheart, which is another band that I, I've seen Lionheart now like twice or three times before. And... You know, I don't hate Lionheart. I really don't. I kind of feel like they're a little bit generic hardcore. Uh, and I've seen them before. And, like, they have, like, I went and took a gander at them, as I usually do with bands I'm sort of in, interested in. I took a gander at their music a long time ago. And while they do have some songs, and some songs I'm like, oh, yeah, like, Welcome to the West Coast. Uh, like that's like their best song to me and like I was like okay I didn't know what to expect but they were probably my favorite band outside of Bleeding Through for the evening Uh, and I'll tell you why because three seconds into them playing Never Back Down by Throwdown I was fucking in the pit after I was like, I'm not going to go in the pit because there's no point. I mean, going in the pit right now, I don't want to get exhausted, like, right off the jump. But I go into the pit, like, it's fucking, it's go time. Fucking throw down. Refuses to fucking play an Orange County show. They play, well, I mean, hopefully it's in the in the works. But there I am, fucking, uh... At like 6 p.m., fucking swinging for the fences, or 6:30, 6:30, or maybe seven. I don't know. Swinging for the fences, like, um, I was. They were not gonna just pass a fucking throwdown song for me, like, as if I didn't grow up in Orange County, yeah, LA area, and know what that what that fucking song is. And you know, I went. I went with my brother, my nephew. One of my brother's friends, uh, and they were like, "Bro, you fucking were on that shit." And I was like, "Dog, I knew, I knew, I've been like Throwdown. If if I could see Throwdown and there's like a band or two more, I, I could hang it up. I'd be okay with hanging it up. Um, I might never hang it up, but I mean, I'd be okay for hanging it up." Honestly, but Throwdown refuses to come out, and here I am at 38 years old, still beating the fuck out of a crowd, uh, getting hit left and right, but not taking no damage, you know. And so they broke off. They broke off. Uh, never back down by Throwdown, and I was like, okay, I thought that was gonna be the extent of it, but then they hit Empty Promises by. Hey Breed, like I think the very next song, and I was like, all right, here's a chance to fucking also mosh to Hey Breed, which I was like, yes, like this is this is it, this is the move. And then they played another song or two, and then they broke off, break stuff by Limp Biscuit, 
again, that's another. I couldn't help myself. I was like, you know what? This is fucking the move. Like, let me get that fucking limp biscuit fucking breakdown and just fucking go wild. Like, and I wasn't even prepped. I don't know how to say it. Like, I wasn't prepped. Like, I didn't, I didn't usually stretch or anything. I just went at it. I didn't limber up, so to speak. And, and I just went in there and fucking owned shit. Like, one is, one is the next time I'm going to see Limp Biscuit in fucking pit hard. I don't even see, I haven't seen Limp Biscuit for like 20 years. They don't, I don't actively go and watch Slim Biscuit. And then, let alone, what are the odds of me being on the floor level to watch Slim Biscuit and being in the Limp Biscuit pit? It's really low, but there I am. And Break Stuff is a great fucking song to fucking kill somebody too. In the pit, in the, as, as it was. Uh, and then they broke off a little bit of uh, Metallica, a little bit of Wherever I May Roam. I was like, Damn, I got to see a little bit of a Metallica fucking, you know, riff in the middle of a set, like, out of nowhere. That was dope. I didn't pick to that, but I thought that was dope. And so, overall, and then they played Welcome to the West Coast at some point. L-H-H-C. You know, Welcome to the West Coast. And I thought I actually thought that was pretty cool. Like, again, they were, like, one of the bands I was, like, not really, again, I had no fucking desire to watch the Lionheart. I just kind of, I just wanted to watch. And, and they broke off probably one of the better sets of the evening. Um, truly was diabolic, a diabolical time right there. Uh, I get them two thumbs up. Kudos for having a third of your songs be cover songs. Not a lot of bands do cover songs these days, let alone they don't hit it out of nowhere like that. Let alone songs that I know that I've grown that I've grown up with. Em- Empty Promises. Uh, my God. I just watched Empty Promises not that long ago, too. But when, when did I see Hey Breed last? I don't know, but whatever... I seen Hate Breed last. I, I moshed Empty Promises because I, I don't I don't never let them old 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 songs get past me. The newer shit maybe, but not the old ones. Um, and I love me some Hate Breed, man. I love me Hate Breed. Hate Breed is one of my favorite bands. Uh, and they're still kicking it hard. And I and I there's some reason some reason like they go years without seeing them, but then I. I see them like a time or two, and I'm like, fuck, I, this is exactly why I love me some hate breed. I've always loved me some hate breed. Like, you know, they just ain't making good music, and they make good songs, and they make good tracks, and I just love the raw aggression in some of their music. Um, it is what it is, man. And then impending. Doom played after Lionheart. And now, Impending Doom is a little bit more of my brother's band, but I've listened to enough Nail Dead Risen throughout the years and a couple of their songs throughout the years to. I know some key songs. 
and actually Murderer by Impending Doom is one of my more recent discoveries of their music, even though it's like an older-ish song. And I was like, oh shit, like, when they got down to like the last two songs that they were going to play, I was like asking, hey, you think they're going to play Nail Dead Prison? Because I was actually, I didn't mosh through most of Impending Doom. Because I was like, okay, I'm kind of like biding my time here and like, I knew I was going to mosh a little bit for Unearth. Um, so it's just what it, whatever you kind of feel about it. But they end with Murderer, and I was like, oh, dog. I could not. I was not going to let that opportunity pass me by either. So there I go, fucking swinging hard and pushing people hard as fuck in that set. Like, in that fucking... That end breakdown is absolutely criminal. The criminality is crazy. Uh, And yeah, man, I mean... Impending Doom played well. Impending Doom was heavy. Uh, If they're going to make a comeback, I would like to find out so I can go see them again. Uh, But it is crazy crazy heavy. And then after that was Unearth. Now, again, I, I wanted to march to the Great Dividers, Endless. And I was like, okay, I'll march a couple songs there because I wanted to go harder for Hatebreed, or uh, Bleed Through. And as it was, uh, they start off with Endless, and I was like, okay, I will be in there, like, it's just what it's going to take. And again, uh, Endless is a, an OG classic of mine that I cannot I'll, I'll never forget those songs. Um, and Under played an amazing set. Uh, all the songs, The Wretched, The Ruinous, Dawn of the Militant, Incinerate, Guiles, The Great Dividers, Endless. Um, the March. I mean, they played a gang. They played a group of songs. And I was like, bruh. This shit goes Hard. Hard. I just, you know, when you go that hard, I mean, I, I moved, I think, to like two or three songs. Which is crazy. Because I have already moshed and I was like. Um, how much more? Stamina, how much more strength does this 38-year-old man have left? Uh, and they closed with the Great Dividers, and I had to get me some of that breakdown at the end. I had to. You know, you don't go to an under show and not move to the Great Dividers. Uh, it's one of the OG metalcore songs of fucking the early 2000s. Um... And Unearth, Unearth, man, I mean, there was a time that I didn't see Unearth for, like, several years. Uh, and then I seen them at Warp Tour. And it was a short set, and I was like, okay, they they hit Endless. was, like, the only song I'd recognize at that time. Uh, and Blackheart, It's Now Rain. And then I was like, okay. But going forward, and I've now seen them a few times since then, uh, with Bleeding Through. I've seen them in L.A., um, I seen them somewhere else, and I was like, okay. 
and I've seen them again now, and I was like, yes, like Unearth still is that band that I can go back to and listen to from time to time, and they make amazing music, and the band is amazing. Yeah, they truly are, like, they're a treat, a sight to behold, a very a fucking treat, you know, and to me, it's just like, damn, I'm like, I love me some Unearth, man, like, and then, and then at the end of it, we get Bleeding Through. Now, Bleeding Through, as we most know, is one of my more favorite bands of all time. Definitely in the top two, three bands. I mean, I, it's probably, Slipknot has now fallen off the map. So I'm going to have to re-rank the power rankings of my personal life. But I got the Acacia Strain, probably is my favorite band. Currently, and Bleeding Through is right behind them. It's 1A, 1B. Uh, the only thing I give ahead of the Acacia Strain now is they've... Uh, their shit just amazes me to this day. It just blows me away. Like, And their show is just, just full of animosity. And, and I just... Like, it blows, blows me away. It literally blows me away. Bleeding Through does too. The only difference is Bleeding Through... Uh, hasn't come out with the album since Love Will Kill All. Uh, and they've been releasing singles. I'm like, mm, I need something a little bit more than just a song to listen to. They re-released some music as recently, and I'm like, okay. Uh, and they and they played a major show, but them two are a little bit um, picky as to where they play. Uh, but they opened up with the first three songs of This Is Love, This Is Murders. Uh... The first song I kind of let go by, um, Love Lost and Hell Gun Far, because I usually try moshing to that song, and I just kind of wanted to watch that one, but as soon as Sweet Band Pirates hit and nobody knows who, what song that is, I fucking went in and just absolutely owned that breakdown, like, there's a big breakdown in there, and you just have to own it, and then they followed it right by number seven with The Bullet, which is probably one of my more favorite songs from them. It's in the top, it's definitely in the top fucking five songs that they've ever made. Uh, and I needed, I needed me a piece of that. I needed me a piece of it. I had to give me a piece of that action. Um, I just had to give me a piece of that action. You know, you know when something happens and you're like, I need me a piece of that. Like, I had to give me, I had to give me some of that action. Like. I was like, okay, so, so there I was, getting me a piece of that action, how to get me some of it. It was calling to me. It was telling me, fucking move. So mind you, and this is already like, I've already marched like for like 10 songs. <laughs> no, nah, maybe it was like, five, maybe it was like, let's see, three, four, seven. Yeah, that's like like the ninth or tenth song I'm watching. So I'm like already kind of like, but I'm feeling it actually because I'm not I'm not neither tired, nor am I exhausted, nor am I out of breath. I'm just kind of moving along, which is crazy. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Anyways, as I was saying here, so, uh, yeah, by the time number seven with the bullet hit, that was already about nine or ten songs deep, which is in essentially a full set but spread out and i was nowhere near in 
fatigued or anything, man. I mean, it was pretty much charged up. And then I think they hit uh, For Love and Failing, Love and Slow Motion, uh, Orange County Blonde and Black and Blue or whatever, Blonde and Blue. Uh, and I hit the break. I mean, I moshed to those songs. Not the whole songs, but, you know. Once the fucking beat drops, you just got to go wild. And then I think it took a slight break. And then somewhere in there, Revenge I Seek hit. Um, you know. They played a lot of songs. Um, then at some point, Sister Charlatan again, I, you know. Then after that, I think I was pretty much content because I knew they were going to end with uh, uh, Kill the Believe. I watched a little bit to Kill the Believe. Uh, but then I knew they were going to end with uh, On Wings of Lead. Stay ending On Wings of Lead now. Uh, and I stopped there. Uh, they played Shadow Walker. Murder by Numbers is another one that I was like, yes. Um... And it's just like, okay, like, after that point, it was, I was kind of content. And that's, I want to say, like, 15, 16 songs. Somebody my age, that's a lot. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a fucking night. It's a hell of a night, and I didn't really feel particularly. I was, I was exhausted. In particular, because I have was just came from Vegas, and it was like fucking, like dastardly to come from Vegas, half hungover, um, no sleep, and to go marching at night like that was crazy. Like I was tired going there just like physically tired and like mentally just exhausted and then to put on that kind of an effort was crazy that was crazy to me um but nonetheless uh as it was some of the you know my brother went i don't think he marched at all my nephew went he doesn't march because you know it's not it's not his kind of his thing but there were some other people there that you know were just in town They did mosh. Now, all of that's going on. I'm kind of like, you know, just, again, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm 38 years old. Everybody was like, oh, they're in mosh retirement. I'm like, dog, how the fuck are you like 34, 33 and already retired? Like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Not that they're retired, like, but people's backs hurt, their knees hurt, I'm like, ah, what kind of, I, I mean, I get, I'm fat, I'm like, at the 300 mark almost, a little bit less, but how the fuck are you full, able-bodied, and already, like, you know, you're in decent shape, like, how the 
fuck are you out of shape? That, that, that wasn't making any sense to me. Uh, and me for being completely on optics, looking out of shape, how am I completely in shape? Like, what the fuck? So I, with all of that, I said, I really need to hit the gym, my home gym. I really need to fucking lose all these pounds, and I need to fucking get into the best shape of my life ever in the next year. Because I think it's possible, and I think not only is it possible, but I think it's actually doable, and I think, I mean, I prove to myself every so often, like, the kind of man I am, you know, just that I can do things that not a guy who can fucking not touch his toes or something, like, or that, you know, is in constant pain because, you know, his body is just, I mean, it's just not that, I'm just not that. And that's kind of where I wanted to segue into. The, the show is a 10 out of 10, by the way. Um, again, Sister Charlatan, nobody knows that song. That alone, they don't know it enough to know that there's a fucking wildly sick breakdown in the middle of it. And usually, more often than not, I'm the only one right there by myself doing anything. And um, I love that song. I mean, coming from Savior Saint Salvation to the landing at Sister Charlatan was an amazing uh, transition from them. And on the, on the last side note of Bleeding Through, we've gotten some great intro songs. We've gotten some great, great closer songs. Uh, the only song they haven't really went back and retouched or redefined or, or made a new again or took a second stab at. And then I really would like to sit down with Brandon and the rest of the band members and really hammer out the next revenge I seek for them, like, I got ideas, but I mean, they're, they're not gonna listen to me, but maybe somehow this podcast reaches them one day, and I would like, I would like to sit down, because I've got, I, I mean, I can motivate them, if that's what it's required, I, I mean, I, I don't know that band is, if it needs money, so they're, they, when they put out songs, it's to generate sales, I mean, I don't know, but if it's not about the money, and it's not about anything, well then, they can lyrically put whatever the fuck they want on a song. I want the most vulgar fucking song, the most hardest fucking song uh, for the next 20 years. I would love to be a part of that process. And I wish that band would really sit down and conquer shelving, the idea of shelving Revenge I Seek for a song that is completely fucking insane. But that's just my wishes. But moving on from that, moving on to the physicality of moshing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. that. Again, I, I've, I've talked about this in the past. I don't know what, what I am in this life. And what I mean that, I mean, yeah, I'm overweight. Yes, uh, I'm Latino. Yes, I've got my issues, whatever. Um, but I have no fear of any man or any men or any group of men. They have literal zero fear of anybody. There was a lot of fights at that show, too. But I don't really care. Like, them fools can fight themselves. And if they want to step up, they can get fucking rocked. Um... 
Yeah, I know a lot of people got a lot of attitudes because they can't really handle it. Um, they just don't know how to fucking stand your ground the correct way or how to mosh the correct way. A lot of people get hit and they're like, they get a little soft in their feelings like, why are you hitting me or this and that? Like, And they can come and try to hit me, but, but, but I, and I prefer that they come and try it because... I've been hitting the head so many times. They're no longer, they're no longer scares me to be hit anywhere in my body. Um, and granted, I have a lot of shielded padding there, as it was, but there is no shielded padding for a hit in the head. And when it does not work, you know, people often are like, "Oh my God!" You could put the fear of God. You could put the fear of all fucking eternity into a man when they throw their best shot and there's nothing happens to you. And I've been hitting the head so many times. I've been hitting the body so many times and it does not stop. I've hit people so hard uh, and they just keep going and they don't expect the stamina to stay. They don't expect, you know, a big dude to move. And it's just like, or push. Uh, and in particular, at this show, somebody pushed me and I kind of turned around just looking at him. And they were, like, talking real big. And I pushed a whole nother person into them. Um, up and fucking almost threw a whole person. I was like, well, what the fuck now? Like, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do to me. Like, that's just it. I mean, there's nothing you can do to me. Not even a group, a group of dudes can do to me. I mean, that's who I am as a person, like. I have no fear. There's not, there's not an inkling of fear in my body. But, you know, speaking of the friends about mosh condition and, like, the condition they're in and this and that, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know if even if it is such a activity as moshing, even if you had your cardio up or even if you were the most buffest person, it does not prepare you for that kind of an activity. It truly, honestly doesn't. Because I've seen buff people, buff people mosh, and they get tired. And I've seen skinny people mosh, and they're just not big enough. And I've seen big people mosh, like myself, and they're, they get tired. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know how you, you necessarily train for it. I don't know. And then, aside from all of that, I mean, I've seen big people and they just do not, or seen normal people just do not want to, they want no part of it, because it's like, again, it's a very physically dangerous activity, and they don't want no part of it. You know, and it's just like, okay, some of this, like, I mean, I don't know, like, I was talking about it, like, can a boxer really do it? No. Because it's not, you're not facing your opponent straightforward. And, and I think boxing is more or less, I mean, they can throw a punch. It's true. They could crowd kill probably great. Their footwork might even be greater. But it does not protect you from being shoved in the back, running in a circle. It does not protect you from getting blind side hit, getting kicked in the stomach. It just does not protect you. So I don't know if a boxer would be great at moshing. I don't know if 
a UFC fighter would even UFC fighters again is another one that's more forward and even though even though some of those fighting athletes would be great at it, I don't think they'd be they're particularly trained for it. They have a hard time figuring it out. The floor is slippery. You have to pay attention to that. You can't just go hard and just be slipping because then after two or three slips, I mean, it gets old too. So you got to prepare for that. I mean, like ice skating-ish, maybe even just rollerblading. Like you got to have a fucking core to know when to not slip and fall, which is crazy. Um... That's that's a crazy. Um, a football player who is buff but can run but can be athletic has a good chance, but they don't. They don't. They're not necessarily fighters. And you could put probably put the fear of God into them too. Even as big as they are, I've seen some big dudes, and I'm like, okay, you can just really just fucking. You can put fear into them too. Like that again, nothing to stop you from a blindside hit. You're not covering your head the right way. Or knowing how to defend, which is something I kind of figure that they don't do. And I just kind of figure, like, they're more apt to get dropped than anything else. Um, so I don't really... Moshin is its own, especially, like, hardcore bands. And even metalcore bands. Just has... I, I'm of the firm belief that we have the most... physically able people and all I wish it was a sport I would be fucking dominating uh, if there was Mosh Olympics I could dominate I could, could definitely rank in the tops uh, at any given time for the last fucking 20 years of being the tops uh, I wish it was I wish it was a sport oh but for some reason, the, the comparisons got drawn up by some of my uh, my nephew was like, damn, that has like some linemen. And then, I don't know, somebody else said something about some football defenders. And I was like, I don't know if football guys could do it. And, and again, I, I, I want to say mosh condition doesn't exist because there's no condition for it. It's either you can do it or you can't. And I don't know, there's no way to train for I mean, obviously, I don't really drink, smoke that much, so I'm not fucking winded after, like, 30 seconds of movement. I, I know, because I am fat, everybody assumes I'm just sitting down eating fucking double cheeseburgers and fucking uh, brownies and fucking cookies and pizza all day. Uh, and while I have slacked off recently as far as my exercising goes, my dieting to a degree I don't fucking sit down and just fucking oh, give me a double cheeseburger with extra cheese and fucking a large soda like no I don't really drink soda either as a matter of fact I don't drink soda at all I don't drink Gatorade at all and I just recently got back into my naked juices so um, and I have been taking care of myself you know I have been working out this just the holidays after the holidays are done I'm getting it hard again. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose weight. Uh, I want to be 250 by summertime, um, and then the next 50 
after that, I work on very hard. I want to be 250 by summer. Requires me losing a shitload of weight, but it can be done. And again, I, my homie Jaron was like, hey, people lose weight in the hospital. Literally, they're just laying there. So um, I know if I work out hard and I watch what I eat, I'll drop the pounds fast. And that's the goal. The New Year's is to lose a lot of weight. And, and to stick with it because I am single now. I don't have no reason to fuck around. I want to lose it by summer. like By like June and July, I just want to be down to like 250. That's what I want to be. Um, but with that said, and I really kind of feel like, you know, here now, like I really, I'll be in the top shape of my life. You know, not of my life, but I'll be in prime shape to fucking conquer some shit. And, and I kind of feel just in general, like that is totally attainable goal for the New Year's, New Year's resolution. But back to Mosh and all that, I mean, I kind of feel like, and I kind of told him, I was like, hey, Jaron, like, even though, in fact, there is a core strength in me that is just there, that can just move around, like, that hard. And I, when I work out, I work out for an hour. And I go really go hard in it, for everything from planking to lifting weights to kickboxing to, you know, curls, not all that good shit. I know my core is there. I know my body can physically do it. I get tired, yes. Tired of working, yes. But I can physically do the work. And I'm going to make the time this year and the conscious effort to not fucking just, you know, not work out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure this out, this thing called life, and get it done. Uh, but with all that said, uh, Martian in general, I mean... I may have a few more years left in the tank. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not close to retiring, as it as it were. I kind of feel like I still got it, man. I still fucking got it. Uh, and I really, I really believe in myself. You know, I've I've always had belief in myself. I'm always confident. It even goes into the dating. You know, like I, I really feel like if I could get squid one on one alone and have a nice intelligent conversation with her i think i could woo her over now that i've known a little bit more pieces of the puzzle but that good but even if it doesn't work with squid even though i'm kind of like eyeballing her hard if i doesn't happen with squid it happen with somebody else it's just i need to get back out there and just talk to people and i'm confident in that too confident in my ability to make money have a great time I'm confident in a number of things Confident in working out, confident in exercising, confident in moshing, just confident in general, like, and all that's going to translate to a big win for me this year, but getting back into shape, I mean, I'm already in decent shape, I think mentally I'm in decent shape, and I've, again, once again, I proved it to myself, and, and my brother was there, so I was, and they just see me going, and I know my nephew see me just out there, just hustling, just swinging, just fucking being a complete animal. And it's something, there, there's something, you have to cross the line, so to speak, Martian. You literally have to cross the line. And there's a line that most people won't cross when it comes to heavy metal music. And they won't, they just won't do it because there's there's a little fear. Um, not to say my, like, anybody's a bitch for not doing it, but there's a little something that 
you just have to fucking you have to have you have to put all fear aside you have to put all doubt and you have to say that's something I can do and I can take it you know if, you know Martian is not for everybody I don't recommend it as a as a viable source of losing weight but I mean if you're a troubled youth and you got something to prove to somebody you want somebody to you want to fucking kill somebody legally you can do it there um that's just what I feel like I, I really feel if you want to fucking smash somebody in the face or uh headhunt somebody or just fucking shove somebody to the ground and run them over like you can fully do it I mean there's make a lot of big thing about mosh etiquette in these days but I I fully believe if you're in the mosh pit and you're open it's an open fucking uh, it's open season. It's open game. Any, anything is possible in there. Also, I just got back my two-step ability. Um, after not really two-stepping for a minute, I was just two-stepping over there, and I was two-stepping in the mall on the next Sunday, which is kind of funny. But two-stepping is back in my fucking in my affairs, um, and that's kind of funny to me. <laughs> but overall, that show was good. Uh, it's the last show of the year for me, and it was it was a, a great fucking end, end of the year show. Next year, I got Sick New World, which will be the fucking, the mosh fucking uh, marathon, is what I'm going to call it. It's going to be the fucking hardcore meets fucking new metal, fucking meets the end of the world. So we shall see, right? We're going to see. But with all that said, guys, I'm going to end this episode here. Uh, might get back with some New Year's resolutions, as you already know. Working out is one of them, but some big goals again this year. I want, hopefully, this year. So maybe I'll get back to you guys after the New Year's. We'll talk a little bit of New Year's resolutions. And uh, we'll take it from there. So hang tight, guys. I'll get this posted up here shortly, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Laters.